Welcome to Rough Draft, a podcast where two writers talk about what writers do. I'm Rachel, a book Scrooge. And I'm Sarim, your favorite Boggin Bin encyclopedia. Are you really? You order from yes. Amazon full price. Don't Listen, give me that. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're just exposing each other right off the bat? All right. Fine. Rachel, actually, no, you've exposed yourself for everything on the podcast mm-hmm, it's already. It's your turn. Oh, Do you actually? Hey. What? Like, go bar- bargain book hunting? God, no. I wish I did, but I See, don't. I have on occasion. Are... I've done it before where it's like, Does I have Does it once? Thrift books bo- once. Oh. Thrift books once. I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm something of a connoisseur <laughs> myself. Uh... <laughs> Okay, before I put you under fire, let's put you, you under fire. You a bit fire. late for that, Rachel. Goddamn. More, more fire. Um, welcome okay. to the accountability corner. We're going to use that Let word until Sarum workshop, workshops like a better title for this. Like he said he would. <laughs> okay. Um, this All is right. where we talk about things we have been reading slash writing this past week. Sarum, I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the okay escape card. You are allowed to talk about Persona Five Strikers <laughs> this this one time because it came out. I today. Mean, you are allowed. Okay, all right. Well, hello. Yeah. So as of reco- on recording day the, today, when we're recording uh-huh. this, it is Persona Five Strikers release day, and so I have been playing this game for the past like couple hours, and I'm a huge Persona Five fan. Anyone with like even the tiniest mm-hmm. hint of taste is also a huge Persona Five fan. Bold. And okay. so, listen, guaranteed. And now that I've said this, some, there's going to be someone who feedbacks like, oh my god, he talked about Persona 5. He talked about Persona I 5. I need people to know that Sarum has a commissioned Persona 5 stylistic photo of himself on his Instagram. Like, that's I much do, bro. Listen, I love it so. It's Joker's, uh, it's the end of Joker's uh, Showtime attack. Oh, oh my, my god, god, bro. Oh my <laughs> god. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so I have just spent the past, like, 15 minutes before recording convincing Rachel that Persona 5 <laughs> is the new gospel and she needs to get on that. Uh, and I think it worked. Did it work, Rachel? I, <laughs> Are I, you gonna I, play? Did, I did finish our conversation by saying, listen, Sarm, when it comes out of the Switch, I'll, I'll get it. I'll yeah, so Rachel's I'll not getting it. Persona 5. Because, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, mm-hmm. there is a legion of fans waiting for it to be ported to the Switch. And it could happen, but it's not likely. Rachel, what have you been doing this week? Okay, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say these things, so I just won't name what it is. <laughs> that means you should do it anyway. I'm not gonna, because I don't want to hurt my chances. Ask forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> but wait, let me finish, and then you'll understand why. I'm uh-huh. going to enter this first chapter competition for young adult fiction, which is what my book falls under. And Ooh. I have been thinking a lot about that one episode where we talked about how first chapters need to grab your attention in books. Yes. And it's made me second guess what is technically my first chapter on my manuscript because chapter one is a really good introduction to the world. It does start in media res, but it's a pretty solid introduction. But Mm -hmm. I low-key think chapter two is more interesting if they're only going to read one chapter for this first chapter competition. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. because I never make my own decisions, I'm the type of person who has to <laughs> cast a net and then get other people's opinions. I asked my editor and a friend, can you read the first, the two chapters and tell me what you think? But the right. chapters are not done yet. So I need to finish those by Thursday and I need to haul ass to finish them. So <laughs> I have been so preoccupied trying to finish these on time. That, that's Oof. what I've been up to. 
But wait, is chapter two more interesting, like standalone? Like, could you read it completely out of context, or is it more interesting because of what chapter one sets up? It's what chapter.、Hmm. Oh, because if it's if it's only、questions. better because of what chapter one sets up and the context it provides,、mm-hmm. that means chapter one is undeniably worth okay. reading. Okay, interesting. You know I mean? Okay,、so. I see what you mean.、Um, there is also another Loki reason why I think the second chapter of my current manuscript could also be chapter one, but it's a、mm-hmm. very specific reason that I cannot say on this podcast. Spoiler alert! I will have to tell you. Like out when we're not airing right now, sorry. And you'll Ooh, understand I when I tell、secrets. you. I、This、have to tell you a little、vault. secret. But yes. Okay. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm closing the accountability corner. Okay.、I'm、shutting the door. Yeah. Before we accidentally dox our, <laughs> you know, creative ideas too. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's me and Sarum from the future in our time Hi, machine. Hi, I'm Anne Sarum. Sarum, we need to get cushions for this time machine. Like my ass hurts every time we go and travel into the future. That that sounds like a personal problem. That also sounds like <laughs> us having to mark this as NSFW, which I don't want to do. That harms potential monetization. No, no. I'm trying、okay, to like. Mu- I mean, what? Sarum, you were so insistent that you had feedback, so I'm handing you the reins. Yay!、Um, yes. Hello. So it's 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 me. It's you, boy. Uh, what's up, demon? But yeah, I actually have feedback for once because the last <laughs> feedback segment, I was quite vocal about the fact that you know I have wonderful, loving, supportive friends who、Without、don't say anything about the podcast, and so I I was just you know vibing, just minding my own mm-hmm, business, mm-hmm. and then suddenly my wonderful dear friend Gabrielle、oh. just pops up <laughs> in all caps. Saying, "What do you mean, no friends comment on your podcast? I comment all the time." And I literally, like, the only thing I could do was just to fall on, like, "Huh?" Because this like was this. news to me. She was like, I- "I'm offended. I've listened to every episode." I was like, "Okay, true." So, Gabrielle, firstly, thank you. Your loyal listenership is is appreciated. Rachel, say you appreciate Gabrielle. Oh, um, Gabrielle. I will take your pick. Which of my kidneys do you want? I will give give them、uh, wh- to you. Wh- wh- I'll give them to you. Thank you so much.、Um, I would、what、give you of, my first. What、form. kind of dere is offering <laughs> someone a kidney? That's a bit intense. Anyway,、uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I don't want to miss it. Is it Gabrielle? Gabriella? What is no L L? Just Gabrielle.、Yeah. Have I met Gabrielle? No. Okay, Gabrielle. I hope to meet you to thank you in person one day. There you go. And hopefully give you a kidney in the back. Anyway, so yeah, no, because I was I was I was just kind of shook because I was like, "What do you mean you 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 commented? We don't nobody comments on the YouTube videos."、Uh, guys, please go watch our highlights on YouTube. Maybe、um, Gabrielle commented in her head. Okay. Yes.、Sorry. No, that's a hundred percent what happened because like I I don't re- recall、oh、getting an email or a message.、Mm-hmm. But no, no I'm、okay. not I'm not gonna be petty. But I like I I love her. I'm glad she's listening. Thank you so much, Gabrielle. Um. And yeah, so <laughs> after I was like, "Listen, I'm grateful, but like you've never, I, I haven't like received anything tangible." That's what I was complaining about,、uh-huh. not you. Okay, so then、okay. it was just after that, it was just rapid fire. Like you're doing great. There's nothing to comment on. I laugh. The insights are great. I appreciate the、oh, horrible、so、puns.、Nice. Yeah.、So、Except、Rachel's、for the puns part. Wait. No, 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 no. This is her like appreciating both hosts. Okay, you're the okay, insights, okay. and I'm the puns. That's, okay, okay. That's the dynamic. Thank、here. you so much. I'm、Gabriel. not wise, but yeah. Uh, Gabrielle said it helps her to be encouraged to write, which is wonderful.、Aww. That's I mean, honestly, between insights and horrible puns, that's actually the sweet spot we're trying to hit. Like, encourage、mm-hmm. people. If it's anything, we hope that you would want to leave here wanting to write. So that makes me very, very happy. 
at the very least with a smile on your face, which she does. <laughs> so thank you, Gabrielle. We love you very much. I think that we should um, print out a picture of Gabrielle, put it in our time machine to remember all the friends that brought us here along the way. <laughs> okay, that will, you're going to need your own wall at that point. I will have like a shrine of honor dedicated to Gabrielle, and you can have a wall full of all the framed photos of the myriad friends who've left comments for you. Congratulations, Gabrielle. Your photo is going to be the biggest one in our time <laughs> Yeah. <machine>. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. And with that, we're out. Bye. Sarm, what is our question today? Today's question is where and or how do you buy your books? With my credit card. <laughs> I personally use the barter system and <laughs> the law goats. of equivalent exchange. <laughs> Two goats and an iron filing. Entire Percy Jackson series. I'll give you three goats. Please <laughs> have them over right now. <laughs> persona 5, I will give you my persona entire five is soul. Not a book. Persona and my 5 first is not point. A book. There is a Persona 5 manga, so technically. Okay, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> technically. Okay, but Sarum. Based on how you purchase or, you know, get a hold of books now compared to like when you were a kid, has it changed? Um, I don't, yes, probably because mm -hmm. I actually have money now. So that's one <laughs> way in which it's changed. Okay. I think, you know, we would be remiss not to like talk an episode about like have an episode about buying books and not talk about the Scholastic Book Fair in school whenever okay. you were a kid. Did you ever wait, have that? Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on. Did they have Scholastic Book Fairs in, um... In England? It, yeah, no, you can expose where I'm from. The accent uh -huh. kind of does that already. Um, yeah, no, it was a thing. Okay, I we didn't had know the, this. We had, like, this. the traveling book fairs that would come to schools. Uh, can you describe those to me? I'm actually very curious. Did you never... Oh, no, wait. Did you never have those? Okay, I know, listeners. Okay. I was homeschooled. We never had Okay, these. I thought that was for high school, though. I knew that, but was that not just for high school? No, yeah. I, I've the never been to a scholastic book fair. No, never. How do you have social... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. My stunning personality and charisma, Sarum, and church. I talk to people <laughs> church too. Anyway. Ah, yes. Describe to me. Church, what the, the Lord's messaging app. Um, describe the Scholastic to me what like. Book Fair. The yes. Scholastic Book Fair. Um, mm -hmm. So I probably just triggered a lot of people's memories. The Scholastic <laughs> Book Fair was, or I guess is, I don't know if it's still a thing, mm -hmm. but back in my day, mm -hmm. entering boomer mode, Mm -hmm. The Scholastic Book Fair was basically a traveling book fair where people would come with these like roll like on casters with these roll around carts that were basically just oh, stacked bookshelves. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And they were set up in like whatever your school's equivalent of like a great hall or assembly hall was. Mm -hmm. And then basically it would be like, you know, just it would be like flea market style, just a traveling marketplace. Uh, yeah. And they would set up for one day and one day only. Uh, maybe more if you were mm -hmm. weird uh, or lucky, I guess is the word. And you can just go and buy books, typically at somewhat cheaper prices than you would in a retail store. Okay, we did have our own very interesting, weird way. I'm um, sorry, our weird Scholastic Book Fair in homeschool. Um, mm -hmm. every, every year, we would get a book magazine. This is like old, okay? This is like stuff from the vault. We would get a book <laughs> magazine from the Christian bookstore. And our mom would oh. give it to us and she'd be like, here circle what you want and then we circle <laughs> what we want and then she would look at it and she'd be like i, I don't really agree with your choices and she would maybe <laughs> get the ones that we wanted 
So it was more like a, it was, it was, it was more like a personalized lottery. Like you never know what you're gonna yeah. get. You just yeah. kind of go for it. I think this is the closest thing I can think of for the Scholastic That's, Book Fair. I mean, yeah. Because here's the thing: like the Scholastic mm -hmm. Book Fair was also kind of like chance-based in mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. you know, you're a kid, you don't exactly have a Google yeah. calendar of things. Yeah. I didn't know when the hell it was coming. They didn't <laughs> was... give us much advanced warning. It just happened to be there one day, and in morning assembly, they'd be like, oh, by the way, Scholastic's <laughs> here. And you'd be like, well, damn, I didn't keep any money on me. <laughs> because I'm five years old. <laughs> like, so yeah, no, it, it, I, your thing is definitely close in terms okay. of the luck factor. I'm glad that we found a middle ground somewhere. <laughs> That's what we do. It's kind of in the podcast by... Uh... Okay, so how do you buy books? Now? Okay, pre-COVID, because COVID has changed a lot of things. How did you buy yes. books? Okay, so pre-COVID, I I enjoy going to bookstores for sure, <sighs> but I don't... Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I'm I'm like sighing like happily. This is a oh happy okay. Sigh. That was a reminiscing. I thought it was a that was a, like, I wasn't disgusted. No, I understand. Okay, no, because I get the unimpressed sigh quite a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm the most impressive person I know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I enjoyed like going to bookstores, and mm -hmm. when I could, absolutely like smaller, more independent type yeah, bookstores. Yeah. Uh, shout out the Bob Miller Bookroom. We miss you. I'm assuming this is like your favorite bookstore because I was gonna ask you next what your favorite uh, bookstore would be. In. Mm, I I haven't visited enough like indie bookstores uh, to claim a favorite, and I'm not yeah, gonna be your, so dumb yeah. as to claim a big chain as my favorite. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you can. Indigo has really stepped up their aesthetic. You know, game. Indigo slaps. I love going to Indigo. I really I'm not gonna love lie. going to Indigo. Great. Yo, I walk um, through the kids aisle. I'm like, oh look at all these Lego knockoffs. I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Indigo would be my main store normally just because uh, I like buying things books new. There's, um, okay. Oh, this sucks because this doesn't exist anymore. And I didn't know you before this closed. I would have brought you here. Have you ever huh? heard of the infamous chapters? This is back when it was the chapters. That was in the <laughs> Bloor West Village in Toronto. Have I told you about no. this? No. So there was this beautiful theater. Not like movie theater, but like legit theater with a stage and everything. And like yeah, a, yeah. a mezzanine in the Bloor West area. And okay. it went out of business, but Chapters bought it. And instead of mm. tearing it down, oh, I Chapters, heard about this. Chapters turned it into a bookstore. So, Sarum... It's closed down? It's so... Well, the story story continues. Oh, right. It was sorry, so beautiful. Sorry. Like, you would go in, and then yeah. you're literally at a theater, but there were books everywhere. And It's I like the Scholastic Book Fair again. Yeah, and like... I don't remember if it was a self self help corner, but like a certain genre would be on the literal stage. So you walk up on the stage, you can hear your feet tap on the wood, and you can go upstairs to the mezzanine overlooking all the books to where oh all the God. like teen section was. I and am then king of the books. There was a cozy corner you could sit in overlooking ah! the street on the other end, and there were couches that sounds everywhere. Magnificent. And then Please tell me we can still. And it then went out of business. Everything changed when the Fire Nation came. <laughs> and. The Fire Nation, aka Shoppers, bought it instead. But what? the thing is, they didn't take it down. So that Shoppers is fancy as hell. So you can still <laughs> walk into that Shoppers and pretend, oh, this used to be a bookstore, you know? You're in the perfume uh, section. Is actually but it's not stage. a bookstore it's anymore. <laughs> it was so Yeah, gorgeous. it's not the like, same vibes. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. okay. And like, I used to live in that area too. So that was just like my home bookstore. So this is this is like a, a tangent a side note but just on the note of like cozy corners and reading mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh one of my friends hi justin uh he used hey, to justin. live in a place uh you actually do know justin so uh but yeah mm -hmm. so what uh <laughs> uh he used to live in a place where there, Wait, sorry, there was I keep a interrupting you. filipino justin yes okay i know i know who you're talking yeah, about okay, yeah, continue, yeah. Continue. the only filipino justin in the world <laughs> yes um <laughs> 
He used to one of his old apartments, like the、mm-hmm. downtown, like he had a book nook. Like、oh, in the wall,、that. there was a full-on nook which he had cozied up, and I got to sit there and read one time when I was staying over. And oh my god, oh, oh my god, I listen. Yeah, I'm listening. My future home will have a book nook. I'm manifesting this. <laughs> We're gonna have okay, a book nook. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put maybe two because I want to save that for another episode. I feel like a book nook episode would be really good. We could just like go off and. The epitome. <laughs> just the, just the Animal Crossing episode. <laughs> Hello, this week we're designing our dream book, <laughs> but in audio form. Anyway, going、um, back, how do you buy you, books? Sorry, I was just gonna ask you. Did you go to BMV at all? Oh yeah, all the time. I love BMV. BMV like both, both、so、like the older one on like Bloor, and、mm-hmm. then the newer one on Queen. Like I love them、mm-hmm. both. Completely different vibes, but. Oh yeah. I think、um, which which floor would you hang out on? I'm curious. The one on Bloor. The one on Bloor. Okay. It says when a lot. When I first, when I, uh, okay. In terms of where I spend the most time actually picking up books, the、mm. first floor, the entrance floor, because、mm. that's where all the fiction was.、Mm. The one where I'd actually go and sit down was the middle floor, the second floor,、mm-hmm. because that's where all the high shelves are. There's darker corners.、Mm-hmm. I've had many a life chat in those books、oh, bookstore corners.、Okay. It's wonderful. Yeah. And then the third floor is like I rant is where they have like just comic book Nirvana,、mm-hmm. and I didn't realize they had that for the longest time、mm-hmm. until I randomly saw a staircase and was like, "Stop entrance!" Is this allowed? Is this, is this <laughs> allowed? allowed? This is a story. Am I but? Am I a phantom thief? Am I about <laughs> you, to just sneak my way up? You look up, up and you're like, I see boxes. I see a lot of boxes. See, Am I allowed up there? <laughs> what is this heavenly glow emanating from the ceiling? <laughs>、um, but yeah, so when I discovered that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" But I.、Uh, I like I bought two things from that floor and then never went back. But、uh-huh. second floor, second, second floor, floor gang. Okay, okay, I see what you mean. Second floor. What about floor, you? What's your like, floor? Okay. What floor are you from, Rachel? When I go into B and V, I take a deep breath because I'm no- I know I'm about to climb flights of stairs because I go straight <laughs> to the third floor. So I I go to. It's th- like doing Olympic training marathon. I'm ready, and the thing is.、Um, Promotion. When you get to the third floor, like、right. most comic book stores, ask you to put your bag away. Because theft, theft is like super like common, right? People can yeah, just like, true, sneak true, them true, in. True, true. So the first time they gave me the embarrassing, hey, excuse me, yeah, could you, could you, you know, just take off your knapsack, like backpack, just put like behind the counter. Put the books down, thief. But because I'm a veteran, the second time <laughs> and every other time, I felt so proud. I get to the top stair, I make eye contact with a person, and I give them the. I know what what's what you're gonna ask me, and I already like I'm pre taking off my bag and sending it. You're down, just like, like yeah, no, I, I I know the drill. I know, I know how it goes. Drill, I know the drill. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> I would mostly just stick around there, go straight to like the independent comics section, where or like you know quote unquote graphic novels, and just look、yeah. at them and be like, this is pretty, this is pretty, this is pretty. I've seen this at TCAF, and go, well, I don't have money for this, and then I go straight <laughs> to the manga section. <laughs> And be like, give me your thrifted manga. Is there anything here I can buy? And that's. I'll take your entire cheap stock. <laughs> that's typically okay. What I would do. While we're talking about BMV, I just because we、yeah. talked about Indigo. BMV, though more indie in nature, it's still a chain.、Mm-hmm, so、mm-hmm. I guess like one of my favorites near campus、uh, was the Beguiling. <gasps> which the fun beguiling. fact: the Beguiling is where I bought a short poem in comic、mm-hmm. form by one Miss、mm-hmm. Rachel Evangeline Chong. She sounds familiar. Yeah, she's not that great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't play Persona. I don't know if you knew this.、Um, have you ever visited the Beguiling before they moved near campus, their old location? No. So the Beguiling, did, so were you around when Honest Ed's was still up in the Koreatown area? Like, was I alive? Yes. Was I at U of T? Not sure. Okay. Okay. So 
they the beguiling used to be right next to honest ed's in like and it was basically a house that's what's what the storefront was and it was it was so small like you would go in you would you would bump your shoulder against like a comic rack and like the whole like old beguiling was like a walking hazard See, like, but that has such a nice charm it to it, though, nice right? Like, it, instead yeah. of a nice, cute little bell every time you mm-hmm. open the door, there's just the eminent threat of comic yeah. book destruction. That's so cute. It was actually so nice to get lost in. The only thing that made it awkward, and this is a buying books in person situation, you right. couldn't really, like, loiter around and browse because you're always in someone's way. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just looking, you know? Yeah. But those were the vibes back then. But I've been to the new Beguiling twice, and... I like it. I'm glad they have more space. Good on them. Yeah, no, it's re- it's really cozy. It's really cozy. I love it. I love uh, it. I love it. But it is more of a stand-up store. Like I wouldn't go around sitting up, sitting around. I feel like yeah. the more floors a bookstore has, the more comfortable I am with the idea of sitting down. Because it's like, okay, this is a big place. There's space. Mm-hmm. If it's a single floor. I'm just like, yeah, I could, but I'm not going to. Wait, how do? So I'm curious now. So how do you browse books in bookstores? Do you have an agenda? Do you have a plan? Or do you just follow oh. your heart? Oh, no, 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 no. Agenda, plan, please. Listen, if I Mm -hmm. see a bookstore and I have, like, time and the person I'm with... Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I would never spend time with the person who wouldn't immediately be down to go into a bookstore. So if I see a bookstore and I have time, Mm -hmm. I'm going straight in and I'm just browsing and seeing whatever looks interesting. I may not buy anything, Mm -hmm. but if I'm in a position to do so, then I might come out with one book. I might come out with five. Like, So do you just, like, pick pick a book? And you don't know anything about it. You look at it, the cover, then you look at the back of it, and you're like, "Oh, it sounds about good." And then you. I'll read it. the bl- I'll read the blurb. I'll read the cover, and I'll open it up either to a random page or to the first page, uh-huh. uh, as we said, like see if it can grab my attention. And if it does, I'll go for it. I could never. I could never do that. I I love taking risks with books specifically. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. As of late in the past like, couple of years, mm-hmm. I've definitely been like. I, it's been a conscious effort where I've been pushing, like, I need to try new things mm-hmm. because, you know, sure, there's no rush. Develop your comfort zones, stick with them, especially with your entertainment. You're allowed to be, like, hedonistic. But I wanted to expand <laughs> my bubble. I felt like doing that. And so yeah, okay, okay. I have... And the reason I was capable of just saying, like, I'm going to make this push, and then that was it. I just started mm-hmm. doing it in all my other entertainment is because I've always done that with books. I've always taken that risk okay. with books and books have always been kind to me like it's never okay. there have been times it hasn't paid off but all the times <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> uh, it's okay it's paid off in a different in a different way I, I okay 50 shades aside um, 50 shades aside yes uh, most of the times when it doesn't pay off like that risk uh, mm. it, it's usually been a cheaper book. <laughs> so okay, the okay. last book I bought that I genuinely disliked was two dollars. So mm. I was like, eh, it's a cup of coffee. I've had bad cups of coffee. I lived. See, okay, so I am so much the opposite of what you do. For me, what I do with books is I, I don't. Okay, here we go. I don't buy books. I steal them. No, I, I um... experience them. Oh, okay, never mind. We have two <laughs> different. There are two types blend? of people. Does it blend? I need to get the mouthfeel of the book first. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No no! Okay, so rough if... draft does not condone the chewing of books. <laughs> if I am interested in a book, I will put yes. it on hold in the library and I will read it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll decide if I want to buy it. The only reason why I would buy a book is if one, I know I'm going to reread it, and two, if I want to lend it out to people. 
Those are the only two reasons why. And if it, if it doesn't like, if it is, if it doesn't fulfill any of those two reasons, to me, I'm like, okay, there's no point in purchasing this. Why okay. do I need to own it? Okay. I've already read it. I'm that. I type respect of person. that. I yeah. respect. So before we end this podcast, let's just end with this. Sarm, what's the most, what's the, what's the most important or your favorite or the best book you've ever purchased? Give me a second. That is an I'm, entire. I'm also is that even about that? Hmm. Okay, here's the thing. I'm just gonna say one thing, which is I feel like we haven't really spent too much time on the actual topic question, <laughs> which That's is okay. fine. We've you had a good what? conversation. Hey, listeners, do you want a part two of this? Because I feel like there's so much more we want to say. We're like... just like a little overtime, but do you want a part yeah, two? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want a part two in which we actually answer the question about where you should <laughs> buy your books? Because I don't think we did no, that. We're answering like, where do we buy books? And I feel like we've got we at least answered that. Okay, well, yeah, I buy a lot from bookstores if I can. <laughs> and I bought my fair share from Amazon, and I apologize for that. It's okay. I I think I think we can go another full episode and get some more mileage out of this because there I feel like there's way more we do want to talk about. But yes, I already oh, yeah. have my answer for the question. By the way, I just thought of it. The um, okay. favorite. Which book. question? What is your favorite <laughs> book you've ever purchased? Oh. And it doesn't have oh, to that's... be that the book is your favorite. It's just that the experience of buying it, something about oh. that experience made it really good hmm. Hmm. okay i'm going to say the favorite my favorite book i've ever purchased was probably uh what's it called jumpa lahiri's unaccustomed earth it's okay. a short story collection and okay. the reason i love it is a because aesthetically it is beautiful mm-hmm. it is hold on do i have yeah give me a second he's getting up he's stretching so it's I, I think I've shown That's you this before. Gorgeous. It's in, it's entirely red. The pages are red too, like the the oh. the edges of the pages. So it looks entirely red from the outside. It's a beautiful like it feels good. It looks beautiful. It's a wonderful book in terms of the actual stories it tells. It's a short story collection, and it was bought for me in person in a bookstore by a friend of mine as a oh. birthday gift. Oh, so it was really so, nice. That's so wonderful. And like there's so there's a good memory attached to it. It is also just an author who I have a huge affinity for because mm-hmm. I found, like, my first experience with Jhumpa Lahiri was in my favorite course in university, English 140, Literature for Our Time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's my, that's like, it Did has you... just so much random emotional weight attached to it that uh-huh. I love the fact that I have this book. Did you pick it out and then your friend's like, I'll buy it for you? Or did they figure out that you wanted it and they bought it for you in front no, of I, you? No, I, I randomly picked it out ready to buy it because it was almost my birthday Aww, at the time. And then they, and then like they were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really nice. So, yeah. Okay, that's very sweet. Mine is not so sweet. Um... <laughs> So, a long time ago, me and a, a couple galaxy of, far, like, far away. <laughs> me and a couple of friends wanted to have like a gift exchange or whatever. But Secret we wanted Santa. we wanted it to be more fun. So we all just went to a thrift store and the rules Ooh. were pick what you want and then someone who is assigned to you will buy it for you. Right. So everyone's happy. Okay, so like a not so secret Santa. Not so secret. Like you'll find out when you're paying and they swoop in <laughs> and be like, hey, I was the one who was going to buy a thing for you. Surprise. Um, everyone picked some cute clothes, but I went to the book section and there was of this course, book of in the animal section of the thrift store called, let me just make sure I'm getting the title right. Um, my Parrot, My Friend. It is a nonfiction book about Ooh. the psychology of how to train a parrot. And it is not scientific. How to train your parrot? <laughs> not scientific at all. Because the authors, I'm not saying that the authors are not like qualified, 
But the authors <laughs> clearly take some liberties on describing certain things, and they don't like to hide the fact that they love parrots so much. And the front cover of the book is like this super zoomed in photo of this cockatoo. And I remember being like, I want this. And the person who was assigned to buy it for me kind of looked at it and said, Are you sure? I'm like, Trust me. And so I'm, Trust me. I woke up every day excited to keep reading it. I finished that book in three days. That's and amazing. Then the moment I finished this nonfiction book about how to train your parrot, the first thing I thought was, I want to read it again. <laughs> Yo, that's okay. If you genuinely had that joy, so I get much that. Pure joy. I, yo, I rate that. I'm happy for you. And we're going to tie it up with a nice <laughs> callback to the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I felt when I finished Persona 5. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This is Rachel from the future of this recording, jumping in to quickly say that if you're listening to this on the day it was released, and it's currently Friday, and not yet, 7pm Eastern, you still have a chance to catch me and Sven, the illustrator of Dark Magic, talk about our comic book at the Comics Out Loud event hosted by Canada Comics. The Zoom details can be found on their socials, which is Canada Comics OL on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's at 7pm Eastern, we'll see you there, and here's the outro. We've come to the last page of today's chapter. This podcast's audio engineer is John Katanis, and the music in the background was Sunset on Augusta by JC3. Our cover art was done by Sean Cashin and animated by Rachel Chow. Next episode's question, just what inane thing will Rachel have someone thrift for her next? It's always about me. (laughs) Find out next time on on Rough Draft. Draft.